Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Cover. So I'm not going to take up much time. Vela's. Let's get into it. Let's kick the tires, light the fires. Let's run and gun, buddy. What's going on? Good morning, V. And uh, we don't know that CG will join us today. That's okay, folks. Um, but it's uh, V and I manning the airwaves here with all of you this morning on uh, Friday. Uh, glad to have you on our show. Um, got quite a few things I'm going to cover today. So so just kind of strap in and, and uh, <laughs> hold on for the ride. V, did you want to pull up that uh, situation we saw up in Canada? Yeah, this is uh, really interesting. A um, a client, uh, I'm sorry, a a, a listener uh, sent this uh, to uh, you know to us. Let me just pull this up, and I'll bring it up to the screen. Okay, where is it? Uh, violence erupts. Okay, cool. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, take a take a look at this, folks. All right, so this is interesting. This happened like last night. This is the Vancouver Sun, so it's not like Billy Bob's conspiracy corner here. Check this out. Um, no, where the hell did it go? You just literally sent it to me, and it it scroll up. <laughs> oh, there here we go. go. Yes, there no. we go. Okay, cool. Violent overnight attack at coastal gas link site leaves workers shaken and millions of dollars in jail. This is supposedly done by 20 people? Look at this. Dude, the engine block is smashed. Right. How is this possible? Right? Now watch 20, the picture. 20 very well-trained people. <laughs> Extremely well-trained. Very early Thursday, just after midnight. Coastal gas link security called the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, for help, reporting it was under attack by 20 people, some wielding axes. RCMP and Chief, uh, Chief Superintendent Warren Brown, commander of the North District, called the attack a calculated, organized, violent attack that left its victim shaken and multi-million dollar path of destruction. 20 people. Okay? These aren't the, 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 the you know, latte, you know, lip, right. you know, sipping morons here. Watch this. Coastal Link Gas in a statement says it was a highly planned, unprovoked attack. In one of the most concerning acts, an attempt was made to set a vehicle on fire while the workers were still inside. The attackers wielded axes, swinging at them uh, from uh, at them in vehicles and through a truck's window. Flare guns were also used. But look at the... How do you do that? How do 20 people do that, Velas? Uh, do not know, sir. Not only that, That's it's... A- I want to... I want to know more about uh, that site. Uh, I want to know yeah. how connected it is to um, other parts of pipelines up in Canada. Um, just there's there's a lot there, folks. There's a lot there. And look at this. And the the police were rushing to the scene. They were stopped because guess what? They what they did is they they uh, the RCMP said responding officers were met with a blockade of downed trees, tar covered stumps. Boards with spikes to flatten the tires and fires at the forestry roads 41 kilometer mark. 
as police worked their way past the debris, people threw people threw smoke bombs and fire fire lit sticks at them. One officer was injured. This was highly coordinated. I'm sorry, but who do they have working for them? Incredible Hulk? Like, what is it? Look at this. The block. Look at the engine block. Holy moly, man. Well, and we don't know how much damage of what kind, uh, what do you call it, what these vehicles are used for. But, yeah, it's very heavy equipment. It's not easy to replace. Um, will we see other incidents like this? Because, I, you know, there's no way I can in, imagine in any way, shape, or form how they're going to blame this on the truckers. No. No. I, 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 I'm flabbergasted as to how this is even going to accomplish. This, this, this more than 20 people. And this, there, there's, they, in order to do this, you need some heavy equipment to hit heavy equipment with. Well, so, look, this is a full digger right here. Right, at least tipped 30 over. to 40 tons. Yeah, tipped over. 20 people? What, what were they all like? They had him plus the incredible. It was the Avengers? Like, who did this? And it, and it looks in a fairly isolated uh, area where at least this site is located, which means it took some planning and similar. Uh, and, you know, I well, appreciate the fact also, that. I mean, Val, right? they also attacked the hydraulic and fuel lines as well. So right. They knew what the hell they were doing. Right. This is not the ELF, for, folks, the Earth Liberation Front. It's not that. <laughs> no, and I, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, it'll be interesting to see if we see other other events like this. Because, folks, we, we've been talking about this a bunch. Uh, that, you know, whether it's power grids, whether it's other sources of infrastructure, the list goes on. No matter who lays claim, if anybody, uh, you know, we, we have to understand more about what, what this may impact in Canada's infrastructure, and we'll, we'll take it from there. But anyway, we did, we did want to get that to you early this morning. Um, my uh, compliments to InfoWars uh, for a piece they did the other day where they talked about false flags being uh, President Biden's only option. Yep. Uh, they described Ukraine as, and I quote, the Gulf of Tonkin 2022, which I thought was hilarious. Um, Sunday the 27th, just a housekeeping item, there will be a conference call with one of our Discord experts uh, for whom I have great respect for his legal expertise. I've had a lot of conversations with this person on a wide variety of topics. Um, some of you may recall, we, we have these uh, kind of impromptu get-togethers on Sundays using the Discord channel as our method to, to conduct these calls. Um, there's going to be a discussion for anybody who wants to attend. Any, any of you out there, if you're on Discord, just, just log in. Um, he's going to be walking the audience through tools available for you legally, whether when it comes to local government, employers, school boards, similar. Uh, bring a notebook. Uh, these Sunday sessions are not recorded because basically it's just a big conference call uh, and they're not on Twitch or anything like that. Um, it'll start about six o'clock central, 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, February 27th. 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, 27th. Uh, open the Discord page in your browser. Scroll through the channels down to the voice channels uh, on the lower left-hand side of the screen. Uh, you may see a little uh, triangle there, which, uh, what do you call it, scrolls up and down and shows what's what's underneath there. So you may need to click the voice channels, uh, little triangle there to, to reveal the, the two options below. You'll see an option called meeting room. And 
around the time of the show, just click that. Your computer will automatically log you in. Uh, you can wear headphones or just go through the audio on your PC. Either is fine. Everybody who wants to attend is welcome. Session will be moderated by our guest. I'll be I'll be on there unless something unforeseen happens. Uh, like any conference call, remember to mute if you're not speaking uh, or raising a question or something. And if you need to disconnect from the call for some reason, just uh, click the phone symbol and the X to the right of the meeting room name where it says disconnect and you know, it'll pop it out. So uh, that's definitely worth looking forward to in a week or so. Um, article posted Saturday 12th on the uh, hashtag Valis page regarding U.S. military spending. Uh, in 2021, the Department of Defense spent $778 billion of their congressionally appropriated money. What's funny about that is, is that $25 billion more than what the Pentagon asked for was added to that figure. I find that kind of funny because most federal agencies, it's almost like departments in a, in a commercial firm. They'll list all the stuff they want to spend money on, and Congress will look at it and say, okay, um, here's how much we're actually going to give you. Uh, but but very rarely does a federal agency say we want this amount of money, and Congress says sure. Uh, in this case, it was kind of funny because it was basically like, hey, you guys are doing a great job down there at the Pentagon. Here's another $25 billion for, you know, whatever. Um, and that's money for those of you who are U.S. citizens for F-35s who crash, among other things. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to cover a bit later uh, what some of that money's been spending on, been spent on, because it's directly impacting you personally. Um, we've also mentioned on road that you're going to see a lot more scandals at traditional media firms in the United States. There's many, many reasons why that will be. Uh, the recent CNN resignations and supposed reasons for these departures are a mirage. There will be more at other news organizations, but this whole thing about people have been having inappropriate relationships in the workplace is the least of the reasons why that's happening. And in some cases, it's because certain media organizations are trying to cut their connections to the Clintons, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, another reminder about the Great Reset as we embark on that journey. Remember, the globalists are all in on that one, and they need to succeed. And they are going to throw, much like our opening story this morning about the uh, attack on the, um, the Canadian uh, fuel pipeline uh, facility there, they're going to throw the wildest crap at you the next two years. You're going to see financial upheavals, wars, rumors of wars, outages, bank problems, the list goes on. And so you have to question everything, everybody. Now, CJ talked about that at length on Tuesday. Gus talked about it at length on Wednesday. You know, Gus's comment was, is you've got to vet everything. Uh, and I'll make my own contribution via head fakes later today. But again, trust but verify. Uh, you're going to see some really crazy shit coming down the pike here the next year or two. So just hang on and, and uh, trust your gut. Um, so from last week's show uh, regarding the Great Reset, and I talked about there'd be some um, options I wanted to run by all of you. And these are just a handful of things. Some of these we've, we've covered on other shows. Uh, just just offered as a thought piece to kind of get get folks thinking. Um, planning. Uh, grab a notebook or create a Word document uh, or a OneNote or whatever works for you to build out a plan uh, to identify months and years down the road. And depending on specific areas in your life, your family's life, your relatives' lives, whatever it may be, about what you want to do around your information sources, your finances, your home resources, the list goes on. As far as information sources are concerned, uh, you can't trust the mainstream media. They are entertainment mechanisms. Uh, they do not inform. 
we at Rogue, we inform. And how you know we at Rogue are informing is because we're still very live and a little loose around the edges um, because we have the look and feel of regular people putting these programs together. Uh, you know, for instance, I'm not always able to display things correctly on my screen. Uh, if CJ isn't here, our audio and video tends to go to hell sometimes. And, you know, God love V uh, with his <laughs> launch shows. Sometimes he's left himself on mute for the whole show. Yes. Um, <laughs> we are real. Uh, that's how you know we're real. Because, you know, it's like when you buy certain products and it says may differ from from other products you see due to, uh, you know, real world craftsmen working on that item. Well, that's that's us. We're not slick like mainstream media. We don't have that budget. So you're going to need to maintain a multi-tiered system of information sources and realize that, you know, and I've said before, there's uh, there's a source out there that I've, I've mentioned to all of you with it. The guy who runs it is very good, but his website literally looks like circa 1994. I mean, it, yeah. it looks like something on dial-up, but his content is superb. And I've often said, I feel the reason why he runs a website that looks that way is just because you got to go find him and want to look at his stuff uh, to, to get uh, Carl Denninger, if you want to get his, his content. He doesn't have a sexy front end, but his content is solid. So you need that multi-tiered source of information sources. Um, part of that process, too, is periodically adding and removing sources. Um, you have to right-size the sources you use for what works for you. So case in point, I love Mike Moore's program over True Pundit. Mike is just completely money. He is awesome. He's got great sources of people who feed him detail. The list goes on. Mike also has, it's not Discord exactly, but it, its he's got his own kind of message boards on his website, which is rock solid. And, and I've said this often, more, more saw the future was coming and started locking down and building his little bunker there long before the crap hit the fan. But Moore also has a very vigorous and active series of discussion pages over there. I personally, I can't go through those pages. I wish I could. Um, but between keeping up on what's on our Discord page and Frank's and, and a, a variety of other sources I use, uh, I just don't have the time, which is unfortunate. Uh, I wish I did, but I, I just can't. Now, two places to recommend. Number one, the hashtag resources page on the Rogue News uh, Discord site. There's a ton of websites in there. Uh, there's news sites, search tools, alternative search engines, the list goes on. Now, I know I keep saying this. We got to clean that up a little bit, but the, the data is there. Um, and also remember, when you use Discord in the upper right-hand corner, no matter what uh, page you're on inside the, the, the Discord uh, tool on the Rogue page, go to the upper right-hand corner. You'll see a search box. So if you're in the resources page or the Vela's page or upcoming shows page or whatever it might be, you can use that search box and just type in various terms to go look for specifically what you need. In fact, I've posted stuff myself on my own Vela's page where I've, I'm like, well, wait a minute, where, what the hell did I do with that? So I, I go grab the search box and, and go find former content I put in there. So if you're looking for certain things on the resources page, like websites or tools, that's one way to kind of help you, um, what do you call it? Uh, yes, uh, Texas Tom Payne, you do have to get up Discord. Where have you been? Um, the other is there's a news aggregator site, and V, if you could pull that up, this is the censored news uh, website. Um Censored News is, is an aggregator, and what it does is it's got, it's got everybody. It's got Citizen Free Press. It's got Revolver. There you go. It's got Natural News, the Epoch Times. And it, it has what it's it does. Really is, good. Yeah, as you scroll through it, 
uh, it provides you a couple bullet points about top news on all these sites. And it's got everybody, every every flavor of, of alt and libertarian you could imagine. There's even some prepper stuff in there. Uh, wow, it's got literally everybody. The who's yeah. who. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got the WND, National Pulse, as he's gone through this. We've got some of the, the, the medals stuff. We've got the Children's Defense Council, which is Robert Kennedy's group. We've got Breitbart. Uh, and as you keep going, there, there's just, I mean, they're always adding new people. So what's nice wow. is, you know, when I start my day, admittedly, I go hit Citizen Free Press, Revolver, a whole bunch of other sites, some of my my uh, oil industry stuff and some of the insurance industry sites I go to. Uh, and I've got to slap my own hand and get back into the habit of just starting here. Now, it doesn't have everything that's on these pages, but if you click those those bars there at the top, it'll take you straight to that site. But you can at least see what what data they got trending uh, for the day. So that aggregator is a very helpful site as far as, okay, where can I go to just get the high points before I start digging? Um, Then another topic I'll call uh, to web or to book. Um, You know, when do I use a website? When do I go read a book? Um, This is an oversimplification, but my recommendation is use programs like ours. Uh, or those websites to find topics you want to understand more deeply and then find other folks in the alternative space who've been speaking about that topic. And if you still want to dig further, then at that point, probably go go hit a book. Uh, another tool, we talk about this a lot here on, on Rogue, is your virtual private networks or VPNs. Um, these products are really easy to use now. As somebody who works in the IT industry, among other things, I can tell you that uh, it didn't used to be this way. Yeah, you almost needed to be a system administrator to understand how to use these tools uh, in the old days. Now it's pretty straightforward. I use Surfshark myself. Uh, there's a number of good ones that are out there. Uh, if in doubt, go to websites like the letter C N E T C Net, uh, or go to some other sites that evaluate uh, these different VPNs. But the Surfshark tool is very nice. I've got it on my cell phone. I've got it on my computers. And the other thing about these VPNs is uh, that you can leverage what are called multiple hops, meaning right now my computer goes to through the VPN and then to the site, which kind of makes me a little bit more anonymous on what I'm doing. But if I really want to go crazy, I can get up to, I think, three, where I can tell it, go to a site in Britain, go to a site in Jordan, go to a site in South Africa, and then from there come back to the United States. It's not 100% going to, you know, make you anonymous out there, but it makes a lot harder. And and again, I'm not even talking about the government folks. I'm just talking about corporations and others that are trying to monitor and mine data about your activity on the Internet. This this makes it a lot easier. And it does tend to cut down on those weird ads you get sometimes saying annoying things like, hey, uh, noticed you were looking at used cars. Uh, Would you like to buy some carpets? Next item, uh, your current job and your future job. Um, and again, this all relates to the Great Reset. Uh, what line of work are you in? Uh, is this something that can be automated via software or robots? Now, the important thing to keep in mind, because I lived, lived this several times in consulting, project management, and information technology, just because someone can automate your job does not mean they will. There are certain industries where they could automate what you do but the cost and uh, risk to the organization is such that it's like, we're just not going to bother with that. But if you are at risk, consider retraining or uh, training yourself in other areas on top of your existing skill set. Don't freak out on this subject. You can manage this. I mean, after what I saw in 2001 during the the great layoffs uh, following uh, the year 2000 migration, and again in 2007, 2008, 
you can manage this, especially now that there's a lot more work available uh, doing so virtually. And there's a ton of people out there, by the way, who have their own websites and advice about the Great Resets. That's part of the overwhelming uh, detail that's out there for us about you know other jobs that are going to come about as they try and move to. I mean, even if the Great Reset fails, there's still going to be elements of it that will survive, if you will. So the other thing, too, is there's websites like Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Um, yeah. Yeah. Udemy is excellent, folks. I mean, you sometimes only need to pay 5 or $10, and you can take a half an hour, an hour course on whatever. I mean, there's a, there's a variety of topics, and it isn't just, you know, writing software or something like that. They've got a whole, like, how to hold more effective meetings or whatever. And you do get, uh, for instance, as a licensed project manager, anytime I take one of those courses, I go to the, the uh, project management uh, website, that has my, or the organization sponsors my license. And I go add professional training units to that list. So you can add to your skills pretty quickly by using sources like Udemy. It's not, it's not the end all be all, but, but it does provide you options. You can also profit from the great reset. Uh, I'm going to think about covering that later or let V and John Singleton go there. I'm not, I'm not sure, but there, there are ways to kind of profit from this chaos. I hate to say this, but you know, it's a classic line in many an MBA program, which is, there's no other way to say it. The more chaotic the markets get, the more chaotic economies get, the more chaotic anything gets, the greater the opportunity. Uh, it's when things are highly predictable that, that margins are small. <laughs> um, your food and life resources. Uh, we've talked about this one as well. Uh, do you know where your restaurant supply places are near you or farmer's markets? Um, there, uh, you know, because we may be facing some disruptions as far as uh, food and grocery stores and similar. There are digital farmers markets now with some focusing on shipping uh, like large bulk items like meat. Um, farmers markets as well. This might be a surprise. They have their own websites, as do restaurant supply places. So where, where you live may not have an easy to, to reach restaurant supply place, uh, but they may have a website and they may ship, which comes in handy. The other thing, too, is do they provide bulk discounts? Can you leverage discounts for your friends, your neighbors, family members? If you live in an apartment complex, can you get together with other people or, or you're in a condo? Uh, can you group together with other people and get a bulk discount if you, if you order in bulk? The other one, too, is health food stores. Those came in handy for me uh, during the COOF when regular grocery stores were bare. And by the way, that includes things like flour and yeast and other stuff. A lot of, a lot of good health food stores carry all that. Um, cleaning chemicals and related that you use to, to keep your place clean. Go find institutional vendors at Amazon or similar. Uh, when my stores were out of Windex and Clorox and other products, I found some great institutional stuff. You know, these are, these are the chemicals that are used by schools, um, you know, prisons, hospitals, other places like that, where they just need to order 30, 40 bottles of the stuff at one time. Um, I found some of those products, especially the, the stuff that cleans out mold and things, worked far better than anything I could get at my local grocery store. Seeds, I know it's kind of a strange topic. Um, do you have space to grow things yourself? Uh, not to sound like Brad Pitt's character from the movie The Big Short, get yourself some quality seeds. Um, equally, you may want to hurry, uh, and I'm not joking, uh, there's talk out there of them banning seed sales to the average person. That's no joke. Um, and recall on Gus's show on Wednesday of this week, there is a certain uh, animosity that our globalist friends have towards anybody being self-sustainable. So that's another reason why they might be uh, 
a little touchy on that topic. Um, banking, uh, man, I leave that one to V and people smarter than me on that topic, you know, Gus included, but, but we've said it here a lot, folks, credit unions, go find some credit unions. I know Catherine Austin Fitz is absolutely violent on this topic about do as little banking with, with major banks as you can, because there's no other way to say it. Most of the largest banks in the United States, no matter what their board of directors or senior executives believe themselves personally, BlackRock is standing there with their arms folded, you know, looking at them menacingly every single day saying, you better do what we told you to do. So try and leverage credit unions where you can. The other thing too, folks, is you can use credit unions in other states. You're not just obligated to use the ones uh, in your state. Then, and again, another topic of a, of a whole show itself, get yourself a cell phone or a laptop who's clean. Um, by that, I mean, it has no manufacturing operating system on it, whether it's an Android or iPhone uh, or whether it's your personal PC, there's ways to do this. V did an entire show last year on this topic, a whole show on this topic. I know that can be a little scary if that's not your thing. I've got some friends I work with um, in my area that frequently ask them to stop over at their house uh, <laughs> at no charge where they're asking me things like, I don't want to, you know, uh, Vellis, I don't, I, I feel like an idiot even asking you this, but, but I'm, I'm used to using uh, Google Chrome and I want to get off Chrome because of the things you've been saying about it, but I don't know how to use Firefox. I don't know how to use whatever, how do I do, you know, so it's all, it's like here, I'll even set up a VPN while I'm sitting here. Um, there's people out there that can help you do this stuff. You just got to research it. And again, like I said, uh, we have to go find that show V did, but I mean, he, he had extensive coverage on, they call them jailbreak phones and similar. Now, it's important that you make sure the security tools on those devices have replacements. Yeah. Um, one of the strange things or the, the ironies of this is, is even though Android and iPhone are, are studying everything you do when you use the little browser on your phone to sell that data to others, <clears throat> they do still have a lot of monitoring applications there that still protect the phone because the phone is their investment. So you need to make sure that you have replacement tools on these devices. But like I said, if that's not your thing or you don't want to put your toe in the water on that one, again, there's there's firms out there that can help set that stuff up. And for that matter, you know, I mean, in, in my area here, I've had some uh, old laptops my kids have used and stuff where I've cleaned off or even in some cases just removed the hard drives. And I'll go to these local IT stores and say, hey, do you want to do you want to buy this? Because I tend to buy bigger ones with bigger screens because, you know, the kids are in college and stuff and they need need larger space to work with. And, and the small IT shops in my town are always happy to buy a used laptop because they'll go in and, and touch up the, the motherboard and do whatever else needs to be done. Um, those types of stores also will do this. If you just go in and say, hey, I've heard about this type of device. Do you guys do this? You know, Can you use a Unix operating system or whatever it is? Uh, and then the last one, as we kind of hunker down for the Great Reset, is volunteering. Uh, which was part of a larger pro uh, uh, series of topics I didn't have time to cover today. But, um, you know, the greatest gift you can give folks is volunteering your time or your skill. I know some of you might say, well, I really don't know how to do much. Well, I don't know that necessarily that's the case. But there's plenty of websites in your area to find organizations who could use your help. And that also goes nationally, again, thanks to, you know, again, so much being virtual. Um, you know, case in point, some of you might recall years ago that um, uh, the folks that were, were pulling data from astronomical observatories around the world, if, you're, if you were asleep at night, you know, you'd leave your computer on and lock to the Internet. And then the software on, on your laptop would just crunch numbers. And so you had thousands and thousands of people around the world who were doing this like giant supercomputers. Because, you know, you take 100 or 200 people's individual laptops, you, you've got as much computational capability as, as what in my industry we call big iron. 
So it's the same thing. Are there are there volunteering organizations out there that need you to look at stuff or process stuff online to help them out? You don't you don't know until until you look because part part of this whole battle we're in is is keeping your head straight. Goes to CJ's point about making sure you get out, take long walks, you know, eat the right things, kind of cut cut back on the booze a bit, uh, whether it's Lent or not. So before we get into the head fakes, I wanted to play a clip in um, V. If you'll play the the this is a South Park clip about how you distinguish from an advertisement selling you a product. And in my lexicon, um, also, is the advertisement selling you foreign policy or is the advertisement selling you who among your fellow citizens you should hate? But <laughs> anyway, play the clip if you would. For years, mankind has tried to rid the oh, getting All of a sudden, getting some slow up. That's weird. Houston, we need bandwidth. Try again. We will come back to the clip. Yeah, we'll come back to it. We will come back to the clip. Okay. It's a good clip. You'll like it. It's a great clip. I feel good about the clip. So head fakes. Uh, I joke about head fakes a lot. I know I do. Uh, in our world, in our daily lives. Uh, but at times, that's to avoid the sheer madness of... Are living in the Matrix, Doctor Strange, Love, and Vanilla Sky all at, all at once. Um, there's a lot of names for this too. You know, it's psychological operations. Sometimes you know, people use the term psyops. Um, here's one some of you may not have heard before. Uh, in my past life, these are things known as strategic mirages. And you have to remember, all of these things are very well run and planned. Never forget that. So, and also, much like the martial arts principle of force. Uh, it's easier to redirect existing force than start from zero. So put another way, when you have people who are really jacked up or upset about something with no place to release that emotion, directing that emotion is much easier than starting from scratch. So be wary of people trying to leverage your anger or our anger or, or create anger. So as we start 2022, let's take a look at some head fakes. The coof. We have a lot of scientific and corporate behavior that's coming out now that were lies or manipulations. And it's becoming like a broken dam right now because now, now it's it's flying off the handles. We've even got an article, V and I were talking about the other day where some of you may recall on a prior show, I think it was in the fall, we talked about there were 50 uh, German soccer players where half of them had died and the other half were like in the hospital from what appeared to be, you know, so we're not dispensing medical advice. Um, appear to be side effects from having uh, booster shots and similar. I mentioned on a prior show, uh, that means we need a narrative who identifies those events as mistakes were made or our bureaucracy got in the way, or we need a blue ribbon panel with recommendations. Because of course, what's come out just on that one example of those European soccer players. Well, an article just came out a couple of weeks ago, V and I were talking about this, where, where now it's, it's a hundred. A hundred of them have died. That's no longer a misstatement. Um, and it gets worse. What they're trying to avoid is anybody putting two and two together, like I covered on the show about Epstein and the medical research, and then the the other show about they've got to they've got to make this narrative about, well, it's just human error. We made mistakes. Our bureaucracy wasn't functioning the way it should be. Not that this was a planned activity. So to paraphrase from the movie Austin Powers, uh, Q Frau Farbissina. 
launch the disinformation. Um, there are so many articles coming up now. It is mind-numbing. We were talking about it on Discord last night on both the Vellus channel and other channels. I, I, you know, as jaded as I am, there's still times I'm sitting there rubbing my temples going, I can't believe what I'm looking at, especially in the United Kingdom and Australia, uh, any of the Commonwealth countries. There's all these articles coming out now saying, hey, uh, heart attacks aren't just for people who are overweight and over 50, everybody. You know, it's not uncommon for an 18-year-old in good health who plays sports to have a heart attack. I know you were talking yeah. about that. Heart attacks are for kids, too. Did you not know that? Yeah. Did you did you know that artery blockages at the age of five are normal? Um, so, yeah, that's the kind of nonsense you're going you're gonna to start seeing now. Because they, they got to flood misleading data any way they can to try and distract from the truth. And, uh, again, Mike Moore... Just last night, he well, Mike Moore's done two things. One, he interviewed before anybody got a hold of her, this gal who's the big Pfizer whistleblower. Now, yep. to what I just said at the front of this show, trust but verify. You know, it's the age old saying of, I like what she's saying. I appreciate what she's saying. She's saying the right things. And after having worked with Health and Human Services, among other federal agencies, she's saying things that I know from working on the inside of some of these agencies make perfect sense. Does that mean, though, that she's not some form of plant? I don't know. So we just, you know, trust but verify. But now she's more in the in the in the uh, public domain uh, on that topic. Uh, she's been appearing on other shows, uh, which is a good thing because we'll we'll see what comes of that. I, I kind of take the same attitude about Dr. Robert Malone. Malone is saying important things, but we have to keep in mind why he's saying those things. There's there's limits to what he's going to say. Right. So. The other thing Moore has been covering is, is he's got a whole bunch of FDA people who are feeding him detail. And it's what I've said many, many, many times, folks. It's this thing about these are folks that are career feds. They believe in the mission of the agency. They believe in what they're doing. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of people from federal agencies back when federal agencies still kind of functioned. So I get it. And he's been having a lot of these people talk about the, the big revelation as we've said here, is the minute the insurance industries and for that matter, you know, investment houses, BlackRock can say and threaten, but even they've got their limits. I mean, I know that may sound odd. They're, they're not God. They're highly influential, but they're not, they're not impervious. And when the entire insurance industry is looking at their books going, oh, man, are we going to have a lot of life insurance policies we got to pay? When you're looking at other firms who are going to start hearing the words fraud and court case, it's like, I don't care if you've got the greatest product in the world. The financial world has no patience for anything. So when you start seeing people pulling back on the futures of certain stocks and things, and again, I raise my hands on this side of the microphone. That's V's area more than mine. But I'm just saying, start seeing these activities. I mentioned before, when we start seeing certain key executives start slowly moving for the door come this spring, there's your indicator. Now, another high point for the head fakes, shortages. We have various kinds of shortages globally, and there's two things about that. First, there's been an effort to slowly blame that, speaking of public narratives, on the health impacts of COOF. Never mind the planned global reset piece of it. And then the second part is there are shortages you're not noticing, which is by design. And again, CJ and V talked about this. I think Gus may have talked about this. Things like potash or potash, 
and nitrogen fertilizers. Well, those impact food. But remember, you're supposed to be looking at the magician and not intentionally caused shortages. So that's another one of these head fakes. Then a big one, Ukraine. So evidently, Russia, the same country who invaded Afghanistan so fast in 1979, no one knew they'd invaded until they were in total control of the country. Yep. Yet Russia has been slow walking the invasion of Ukraine so deliberately it's being talked about on the nightly news for, for weeks. Never mind the fact that Ukraine formally asked the United States earlier in the month for what is this proof you have of an invasion? And then on Saturday the 12th, they asked for proof from the European Union. What is your proof of, of an Im imminent invasion? Now, the Ukraine situation is very complicated. And Russia has goals. Invasion is not one of them. Now, one of those elements, and I'm, I'm oversimplifying. Germany abandons nuclear power and adopts green energy. Germany, as the saying goes in Europe, not everyone believes in God, but everyone believes in the Bundesbank. Friends right. of mine in Europe have said for years that Germany fought two world wars to try and sustain their national identity because Germany is Central European. They're hemmed in by Eastern Europe and Western Europe. I'm not excusing things that happened during World War I or World War II. But speaking of taking advantage of people under distress, I've got three or four very well-written books, and I'm sure Matthew Eric could do several shows on the degree to which both Imperial Germany before World War I and the Germany that followed in the 1930s and 20s were heavily manipulated by the Lenin Corporation and others for their convenience of other things. So Germany is very central to what goes on in Europe especially from the financial perspective. In fact, you, you talk to at least the people I know, which doesn't mean anything, trust but verify. But Germany is the European Union. France right. feels like they, you know, it's like France has got other things to go do. They're just kind of standing there going, yeah, and, and, and what Germany said, we're with that. So again, I'm oversimplifying on the Ukraine topic, but Germany abandons nuclear power, goes the green energy route. Now they've got massive power shortages and Russia has the energy they need. Russia outmaneuvers NATO and the United States via Germany. Checkmate. Trucker protests. Matthew Eretz been blowing up detail on his pages, uh, his page and also on the show here. As I've mentioned to all of you, Matthew has these automated emails you can receive for the work that he does that kind of says, hey, here's my, my latest for this week or whatever. Uh, he and his wife both, candidly, and they both do great work. Um, He's been blowing up detail about the when, the how, and the why of the lockdowns in Canada and, and how they've been used previously, et cetera. It's great stuff. Now, please don't anybody take my head off on this. I'm just the messenger. Remember my comment about taking advantage of people who are frustrated or under great duress in any country and redirecting it to what you want. I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form the people involved in the protests are bad, bad people and are in any way not concerned about their country of Canada. To paraphrase Bill Mayer, none other than Bill Mayer, the people involved in the protests are very pissed off and they have reason to be pissed off. And there's a bunch of nasty crap out there about how the truckers are all right-wing extremists, et cetera, and they've been labeled six ways from Sunday. Worse, they've been called transphobes. Right. I mean, <laughs> if you, really, you really want to be mean, there's that. Yeah. Um, so... With all of that going on, you know, you got to get through the noise. First, we have to recall there were some dry runs on a trucker protest last summer in Australia. And that was right. long before what went down in Canada. The other thing, too, is being a student of history. 
Any of you know that we had a major truck protest in both the United States and Canada in 1974? No. It was about fuel, fuel prices. They locked down the American interstates. Uh, they locked down the Canadian interstates. They locked down borders. Nobody invoked martial law. Right. And that, I mean, not to go there, but I mean, you're, talk, you're talking Dick Nixon, Gerald Ford era. I mean, you know, we were still shooting protesters in that era. Um, <laughs> no one did shit. Now, what's equally funny is Trudeau was very vocal about supporting Indian farmers blocking roads with their tractors but has completely lost his mind about what's going on in Canada. Now, uh, V, if you'll pull up that Equitas Pharmaceuticals page, how many of you know that Prime Minister Trudeau of Canada has his own financial foundation? And how many of you knew that that foundation owns 40% of a major Canadian pharmaceutical firm, which V's got on the screen, called Equitas Pharmaceuticals? I wonder if any way that relates to sustaining lockdowns and drug mandates. Uh, a lot of the detail about what Trudeau's foundation was involved in came from Dr. Benjamin Braddock. He posted this on Twitter. And Pfizer and Moderna, by the way, use a lot of tech from that firm. Specifically, now, the lipid nanoparticle delivery system is created what, by Acutas. What are the odds? Um, now, Matthew Errett this week, uh, and I'm paraphrasing. You know, he said that essentially you have two protests. There's one occupying and slowing down movement in various cities to attract attention to the cause. There's another one targeting border crossings and inflicting economic harm. The two appear to be separate, which begs who's running each. Because the other thing is, is if, if you checked local news reports or people on the ground, especially the famous bridge there between uh, Detroit and Canada, traffic was moving. It was just very slow. It was a slowdown, if you will. It's not a work stoppage. Correct. Now, the other thing that's important is Canada is a member of the British Commonwealth, like Australia and a lot of other countries, which means they're heavily influenced by British intelligence. Those truck drivers are using cell phones and map applications who can be tracked and hacked easily. Yet this got off the ground under those conditions. They right. could have shut down the truckers' phones and maps at any time, but they didn't, which begs the question of why. Justin Trudeau's father is another example of a Canadian leader who has leveraged one of these lockdowns previously in 1970 because they're masters at manufacturing a crisis that they can then use to justify draconian lockdowns. The other thing is, is this protest started in Western Canada. There's no other way to say it. Western Canada is like the Western United States, or at least until you get to the coast. It's a more conservative area than Eastern Canada, which makes ready-made participants, yet they were funded and organized how and by whom. Again, it doesn't mean that their cause isn't just, but how did this get organized? Does this exacerbate supply chain problems? Yes. As the protests by truckers spread to other countries, does it create more global supply chain impact? Yes. What do supply chain problems accomplish? Well, they accomplish several things, including increasing government debt, who further destroys the value of currencies, making them candidates for di digital replacement, the Great Reset. Now, remember what I said last week, U.S. debt to GDP is 133%. Japan is 257%. How much longer can advanced economies sustain those debt to GDP levels? Plus, again, you know, not to, to uh, blow my own horn here. In graduate school, one of the many topics I covered was South American debt, especially Argentina and Brazil and other countries. And everything from the dependency of those countries on, on financial institutions like the IMF and the World Bank and others. 
those GDP to debt ratios were not that high. And yet, you know, Mexico defaulted, I think, in 82. And a number of other countries in South America had to either default or um, go through a series of, of measures with the IMF and the World Bank, forcing their economies to open up basically a form of blackmail to give them more money to, to manage their debt. Given where Japan and the United States are at this point, as well as a whole host of other Western nations, if you look at the graphic I posted about two weeks ago on the Bellows page, um, there's, not, a, there's not, an advanced, not an advanced Western country that isn't 80 to over 100% of their gross domestic product being spent on just debt. Now we also have hacking of the people who donated money. And my first question is hackers, really? Who has good hackers? Well, pretty much any intelligence agency on the planet, like let's say the British. Tucker Carlson even mentioned this very thing this week, but he didn't call out British intelligence, and I certainly don't blame him for that. Uh, these are the same people who blew up the Ghislaine Maxwell trial by going after jurors. And why do you think Virginia Guthrie finally took a settlement in that case against Prince Andrew? Because she's she's got British intel breathing down her throat. That's why. Trudeau's government is closing bank accounts of Canadian citizens who took part in protests. We've seen this before. Where did we see this before? The fall of 2020, when YouTube went after the amazing Polly and Canadian yep. alternative providers. Because what happened was YouTube demonetized them. Then YouTube remember who owns them, went and complained to their banks. Now, Canadian banks operate differently than U.S. banks. So all of those content providers got their bank accounts frozen for a period of time under, under how those things operate in that country. Catherine Austin Fitz keeps pushing a narrative where she says the global goal is a total loss of government legitimacy to be replaced by something else. Well, then let's consider how impotent the government leaders in Canada, especially Trudeau, appear right now much less France or Australia or the United States, and the list goes on and on and on. They look like buffoons. So what are you going to do? Are you going to elect more buffoons from other political parties? Does this not make all of you want, shall we say, extreme options available to you? What are the odds the globalists are going to give you some options? Again, I keep warning about this. They want you angry. They want you so angry, you're not thinking straight. Now, Here's a sidebar, and it's why I mentioned the defense budget at the front of the show. How many of you knew in this year's United States Defense Appropriations Bill, listen to me very carefully, they made it legal, they made it legal to use military propaganda on the American people? Correct. Some of you may not have caught that one. I know I missed it. And for the longest time, it was banned for use in the, in, in, within you know, the domestic United States simply because they knew how powerful that type of propaganda is. They did. And, and for any of you that are really wonky like myself, there was, a, there was a, a famous American director who went to FDR right at the opening of World War II and said, we've really got to explain to the American people why we're in this war against both Japan and Germany. So he created a series of movies called Why We Fight, um, they are studied to this day very carefully, both by corporations and how to market ideas to government, you know, think tanks and similar. Uh, I used to watch a PBS program back in the 80s because I'm weird and strange and unusual um, called Matinee at the Bijou. And what it did was is it just it would just replay what the theaters in the 40s would show audiences. So, you know, it'd start with a newsreel, then a cartoon, uh, then a movie then another cartoon, 
you know, and that's that's how those theaters used to you know, used to do it back in the day. Um, well, the Why We Fight series was on every day, and it covered everything from Germany to Japan, and it's it's really well done stuff. And what what was interesting about the history of it is is they used Germany and Japan's own propaganda films, and translated them for the audience. You know, basically saying this is what these people are saying, this is what they believe, and it was a very powerful tool. But to V's point, at the end of World War II. Everybody kind of scratched their head, and it's kind of like the nuclear bomb. It's like we ought to put that back in the closet now because that could really be misused if if we did that again. Now we had Radio Free America broadcasting around the world, and it and it was a form of propaganda, but because it was anti-communist, I support it. I'm, I'm joking, but somewhat about that. But what I'm saying is, thanks to that appropriations bill, they can now legally unleash what they've already been doing privately, which is all of that heavy psyops, psychological ops stuff on all of us so on this head fake topic to kind of close out this all distracts us from other things a number of things now here's a strange one what's going on with the sun these days i'm serious i mean our neighborhood's favorite star is the sun behaving oddly very yes well i'm just asking because it's been it changed colors day. man it, it, yeah. it used to be the yellow sun when you, we were growing up now it's white yeah the the sun is doing things folks and and uh if you Must talk to climate certain, change certain research scientists they'll they'll tell you that they're uh they're def they're definitely studying tree ring data very carefully right now i'm not joking about that from from the ancient world um how are global farm outputs at present uh, why did why did we create the seed vault in the first place? Because I don't buy the PR message. And how's that whole global sterilization thing going since the spring of 2020? Speaking of shortages, one of the big ones right now, I mentioned it on another show, is helium, which is rather important. Now, Wait. head fake and getting to the heart of the matter. I'm not as concerned about the causes of the lack of helium. That is important. But where my mind is on, I want to know who's been stockpiling at the previous eight to 12 months and is about to make a killing because we saw this movie before. Remember what oh, yeah. I've said many, remember what I've said on this show many times, Chile, Peru, the attempted overthrow of Bolivia to get their hands on their bauxite, all relating to natural resources who skyrocketed in price after certain key suppliers had already, uh, gotten their hands on on huge stockpiles and then we had rather weird elections in those countries that slowed down the supply here's another one how's libya doing this these days nobody knows because we're looking at ukraine and has anyone noticed the human rights tragedy in yemen which is what in its 10th year i yep. think the situation honest to god is probably worse than the ethiopian famine of the 1980s yes so terrible. now we come now we come to one of my favorite topics, uh, are we going to lose one of the, the power grids on the east or west coast because of conflicts like Ukraine or other conflicts to come? Because certainly the neoconservatives are, are pumping the, uh, the narrative again about Iran. In fact, they're looking for anybody uh, that they can start a war with because it's like if they're not going to get the Ukraine war. And let's not again, memory hole, let's not forget Uzbekistan. That didn't work out either. After right. we, we, uh, uh, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. Oh, Kazakhstan. I'm terrible. Sorry. Yes. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Before somebody, somebody pings me on the, on the, you have the wrong country. Um, right. Uh, after we conveniently left all those weapons and assets in Afghanistan, uh, which could be used in such a conflict, 
So uh, we've got Pompeo and others, uh, the pompous Pompeo, uh, out there pushing the Iran angle again. Oh, God. Uh, we've got uh, other other boogeymen. Uh, China's always a favorite. Um, they just won't let it go. B, could we try and play that clip again? Yeah, I'm going to try. YouTube's been acting funny on this side. Um, here we go. Try. No, it's still freezing. Okay. And, I, and while you were talking the entire time, I've been, you know, cutting it out, clearing the the cache, and then restarting it. And same same problem. It's on, it's on YouTube side. Something's going on with YouTube. Got it. Okay. Well, I'll post that one on on uh, the Discord page, folks. And I'm working right now with V and CJ. I'm going to try and do two shows next week. Um, I'm in a bit of free agency right now, professionally, uh, by my own design, uh, taking some time off from from all things work. So uh, I'm going to try and do two shows next week. I've got um, my content uh, pretty much already uh, built for both. So let's see here. Just so you know, let's see here. What I'm working on for early next week, uh, probably hit the memory hole again, and then uh, Crisis Actors. I'm going to talk a bit about Crisis Actors. This one is really good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> kept my eye on this one for, for a while. Um, and then uh, there's a person who's on YouTube, uh, and they're on a number of, of platforms who I've been keeping an eye on this person for some time. And yep. I wouldn't normally call out a fellow alternative provider, but I don't think they're an alternative provider. I think they're a paid marketing resource, and I'm going to explain why. And I've got this all built out for you. Case in point on the crisis actors thing. Now, I know this is a very sensitive topic. Uh, for what I'm about to reference. When we had, and again, I, I owe it to Polly St. George up there in Canada, God love her. Um, when we had those shootings in American cities a couple of years ago, um, and it goes to what I was talking about on a prior show about uh, John Hinckley. And John Hinckley's psychologist was the same guy treating Sirhan Sirhan. And Hinckley's dad and brother were involved in some really heinous crap. And the list goes on. Um, I've seen the film. When we had those shootings in certain U.S. Sitting, cities, there was this, among the many people interviewed by the media, there was this young guy and this young girl. Yep. In three of those, this. yeah, in three of those, those shootings, same couple, same hand-in-hand hand or arm-around girlfriend, whatever, her hair color was different. His wasn't in one or two of those interviews. But in every case, identified themselves by name, mm -hmm. uh, different names every time. Yep. You know, and by the way, this is this is where having the kind of software the NSA has, I'm joking, but I'm serious, comes in pretty handy. Because for those of us that are, are hobbyist or amateur people in this area, it takes us much longer to, to find this stuff. But the same two people, showed up at three of those city shootings, uh, one of which was near a town where I live, which certainly raised my eyebrow because the minute I saw it on Polly's program, I had remembered one of my local, local news stations uh, interviewing people. And lo and behold, it was like, yeah, I, I, God darn, I remember it because they're very personable. They're very media. You know, they look good. They sound good, you know. And I, I'm sorry, I don't know what the hell else to say. I don't know how much those were staged or not staged or who was behind it or was it MK Ultra? Who the hell knows? All I can say is that that has to be the same two people 
Yep. And, and they're in three major cities where three major really nasty things went down. Yep. And in every case, this much is true. Shooter, shooters are all killed, and all of them are on heavy doses of um, mind-altering you know, pharmaceutical prescribed uh, uh, drugs. And as I mentioned on a prior show, there's uh, a gentleman, <clears throat> Canadian uh, guy named Johan Hari with a book called Lost Connections. Self, self-described Canadian liberal. I'm not saying anything bad about liberals. I've got liberal friends. But, you know, he did a book about the pharmaceutical industry where he said, because um, he, he himself has battled with mental illness and, and similar. It's why he wrote the book. And he said, um, you know, none of these drugs work. And it's funny because he wrote the book many years ago. What did he say in the book? Well, uh, the FDA is being, gee, this feels so familiar. The FDA is being strong-armed into approving these drugs with research and studies that were conducted by the pharmaceutical firms themselves, which are all erroneous as hell. Uh, you may have a person who feels a little better in the beginning, but then uh, it, it goes south. And the more this stuff builds up in your muscle tissue, the harder it is for your body to get it out. And it's almost like the, the comment you've heard about people having a, a old acid trip where if you take acid, the, the crystals of the chemicals, they kind of embed themselves in the spine over time. And so like if, you, if the body is like struck, you, you land hard or, or hit yourself, they pop free and hit your spine and then you suddenly start having an acid trip circa 1968, but it's like right now. But that's what can happen to people who take these drugs. But what of many aspects of that book that stuck out in my mind was this thing about the FDA approving these drugs without much oversight. And of course, what, what have we covered here on the show? And it's not just us. I mean, Mike, Mike Moore's beaten this topic to death is uh, pretty much anything going through the FDA these days has, has no review. You know, it's like you are the human trial. So anywho, um, with that, we're, we're good. I'll post, uh, what do you call it? I had two videos for us this week, including the song of resistance, which was, uh, an Estonian song. I'll, uh, I'll post those both on, on the discord page. And then I'll get prepped for next week's um, two programs. V, anything before we move on to Harley? No, we're not having Harley uh, this week. Uh, this week, I have a, oh, okay. a, a conference call at 12 p.m. Uh, that I got to do. So I moved Harley to next Friday. The Schiller Institute is having a uh, symposium, an online symposium. Make sure you guys tune in for that. The link for that online seminar will be posted on roguenews.com. So make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, the title is The End of the Unipolar World. Harley is one of the guest speakers there, uh, Helga Zepp-LaRouche, and very, very prominent people. I mean, last time they did this, they had Sergey Lavrov on. So make sure you tune in. You never know who's going to pop in. It could be a nice little surprise visit from someone. So go make sure you guys go check that out. And uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Yep. You Have a that, great uh, That. Yeah, that's that that song you sent me. You want, want to play that? See if that works. Yeah, let's try. See if it'll play. Let's see. If that plays, then we could try the South Park one last time. Okay, here we go. On pesa teinut punase. Ai chi, ai chi, ai chi, ai 
Just a little, a little background while V's pulling up another clip. Um, I mentioned this on another show. Those were some tough dudes, folks. I mean, those guys were fighting my ancestors when Imperial Russia was was in Estonia. Then we fall, flee the country, the communists take over. Then they fight the Reds. Uh, then Germany invades. They fight the Nazis. <laughs> then the Soviet Union reoccupies Estonia, and they keep fighting. Um, I mean, God, God love the Estonians, man. They're they're as hard as as Afghan uh, resistance fighters. Hard as nails, man. Hard as nails. Men of the forest. Can we try the other clip? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, here we go. Please let it. And I, I have more songs of resistance coming, folks. Not not to worry. For those of you that want your your dose of that, it may be just that clip. I think it's that clip, man. I, I try to run it. They're coming after South Park. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Ads couldn't be avoided, but everyone knew what was an ad and what wasn't. After many years, mankind invented cable, a way to pay for television so there would be no ads. But somehow, the ads still found a way. And so mankind invented TiVo, a way to skip past commercials. Finally, it appeared to be the end of ads. And everywhere, people rejoiced. The ads were stopped. Or so it seemed. With the rise of the internet, suddenly the ads had an entirely new way to attack us. Pop-ups. The top scientific minds were brought together to find a way to stop the ads once and for Ah! So close. So close. I'll, I'll post that on uh, on Discord, folks. You can watch. It's 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 you know. It's it's South Park, it's comedy, but it like a lot of things I do in South Park, it's like it's funny, but then after you get done watching the episode, it's like, wait a minute. Um, you know, he, he, the what the kid is doing is is he's running his own little newspaper at the at the high school. Yeah. But, but he's not really covering stories about like the high school stuff. He's covering like heavy topic matter. And, and what yeah. happens is, is he starts getting uh, the attention of like really powerful people because it's like, wait a minute, this kid, uh, you know, he he has a disability. So it's like this kid, he, he, because of his disability, he somehow has the ability to see past the ads. And so then there's, there's, a, scene, there's a scene where these newsmen who feel no longer relevant in the world because their content is all being taken over by ads, they enlist his help. And there's this scene where he's talking to this girl from his school. And then he realizes that she is an ad. And, you know, again, it's funny, it's subtle, but it's like, if you really think about it, you know, the pervasiveness of getting to you, the consumer, it's, it's why I made the comment that I did. Ads don't just sell you products. Ads sell you foreign policy. Ads right. sell you who to hate. I mean, not to go there on the Donald topic, and I do have a Donald topic forthcoming, but to, to watch people I knew within 40, 72 hours of the election of 2016, go completely feral 
and show up to protests and stuff. And I'm sitting there scratching my head saying, wow, are the people that I used to work with in the Department of Defense really good? That all of these people are out here protesting and I don't even think they know what the hell they're protesting. They don't understand the degree to which they've really gotten inside your head. So anywho, two, two shows from me next week, not one. Uh, so I'll be on Friday as always at 11. Uh, uh, a.m. Eastern, and then we're, we're working on a time on when I can do a show uh, on the front end of the week, and then, uh, as I said, at the, at the uh, front end of today's program, Sunday the 27th, uh, for those of you that are able to do so, go go uh, join that, that kind of impromptu get-together on the Discord uh, channel, and we'll walk through a number of legal things. Uh, you know, things like, how, how do you file an injunction, and when, when would you use that, and why? Um, one of the things our, our guest lead on that get together is is phenomenally uh, good at doing he's he's one of a handful of people i've encountered in my life that basically they are a lawyer they just didn't pass the bar because they know how much risk they'll place themselves under if if they have a license and i've seen i've been involved in court cases with people like this they're the person that sit next sits next to the lawyer in a courtroom and tells the lawyer what to tell the judge I know that may sound weird, but but it's it's a true aspect of, of of the courts. It does it does happen, and his knowledge is excellent. His knowledge is also very good about understanding what are the risks. But you know, one of the things he often stresses is American law really is contrary to people being afraid of judges and afraid of lawyers and afraid of the costs, all of which are, are understood. But one of the things he likes to stress, which I appreciate, is the fact that the legal system is unbelievably oriented toward you, that everyone in that room, whether it's a courtroom or you just filing a, a legal complaint of some kind, no matter how much they threaten, cajole and try and, you know, shake the ad in your face to scare you, the judges are under unbelievable penalty if they screw up a court case. And the same is true of attorneys. I've mentioned on a prior show, I myself have filed uh, attorney review board complaints against attorneys. I've gotten attorneys censured by their, their own colleagues. And it's the old saying of, do you, do you know how to fight back? Well, he's, he's a person who knows how to leverage the system, but he also understands what are the dangers if you, if you pursue some of these actions. But he's very keen on the fact that you have to understand how to do it, and you have to understand what are your rights based upon, of which one of the bigger items is property. Now, I know that's kind of a strange comment for some folks, but I mean, case in point, when it comes to your kids, you don't want to argue necessarily the vagaries of a school board or, or the rules of the school system, though that matters. You want to argue about the fact that your kids are your property. Now, I know folks would be like, well, my God, that sounds like slavery. And it's like, nah, don't get don't get all worked up. But it's like that's what it, it boils down to. I mean, if you understand what marriage really is legally, I mean, it's it's about property, not that your wife is property. But what do we do with the kids who are property if something goes south? Correct. So. He understands what the basis of the law is behind a lot of these things and similar. And that's, that's a definitely good thing that we'll cover. So with that, have a great weekend, everybody, and, and be well. Thank you all for listening in. Subscribe, like, comment, share. With that being said, we're over and out. Take care, everyone. Cheers.